Welcome to the Messes, Misses, and Miracles podcast, where we discuss the realities of life, marriage, and building your dream. And now, here are your hosts, Mike and Alicia. Welcome to the first episode of the Messes, Misses, and Miracles podcast. My name is Mike Cullen Johnson, and my lovely wife right across from me. Alicia Johnson. <laughs> what? Why do you smile? Why, why are you smiling when you say that? I can't be happy. I mean, no, I was going to say Alicia Cullen Johnson, and that's not my name. It's Alicia Johnson. Okay. So. Oh, you don't want to take my middle name? It's not my middle name. <laughs> what is your middle name? <laughs> but anyway, that's another that's another episode. But um, today, hey, we just wanted to talk about, um, I think you said it a little while ago, being honest about where you are. We're, we're talking about in relation to your entrepreneurial journey. Right. Um, we both are looking to build businesses, and it's a it's a process in doing that. But I think along that that process, it's really critical to understand that uh, you know, as with anything, there are going to be ups and downs, and you know, along that process, you know, it's understanding that. It's not going to be smooth. You know, right. You're going to have ups, downs, um, and we've both experienced that. Um, you know, you lost your job a couple years ago. I lost my job. December 29th, 2017 to be exact. Okay. <laughs> wow. That was my official release date. <laughs> wow, you remember the date and everything. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I had separation anxiety, though. Mm. <laughs> so... Um, you know, you lost your job first, and then I lost mine. I think a year later, almost a year year later. It's like six months later. Hmm. It was July. Twenty eighteen. February, March, April, May, June. Like well, my last day. Well, yeah, my last day wasn't until September, I believe. Oh, okay. I guess we found out in July. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so you know, fast forward to today, and you know, we're still striving for you know building businesses but in the process we still have to deal with like life stuff like bills yeah we still have mortgage <laughs> we still have <laughs> car notes we still have insurance to right uh internet bills right. electric all this everything life that stuff. still do yeah right yeah. so you know our dreams our goals of the business is one thing but um, there's still, you know, and I'm just going to say it, you know, for, for me, um, you know, I had this, this dream of, you know, losing my job and then actually just going straight into building a business and just living happily ever after. That and was what you thought? It, uh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily work like that, you know, because those bills don't stop. You know, I had a little cushion, you know, with mine and you, you did as well. Right. Um, but still. You know, building something takes time. Yeah, and the rea- the reality of it is for me is that I had to. It was actually a good period to like. It was a total reset. That time period was not wasted. Uh, that year in between, um, you know, losing my job and now almost I guess two two years now. Well, yeah, almost two years now. It was a a good space for me to understand that. 
there are a lot of psychological things that go on with separating from a job. There are a lot of emotional things and just learning who you have been created to be is, is part of the process. And I think that a lot of people gloss over that as it relates to um as it relates to making that transition. So that's one of the things that I want to share with people is that don't allow other people's experiences to um, shortchange your experience because you have to go through what you have to go through in order to understand what you need. And and so that was one of the big, I guess, takeaways from that experience. Hmm, okay. And so, so going back to um, being honest, Right. With yourself, what what's that process? What does that process look like? Um, for me, being honest with myself was that I had to understand more about time management. And especially with me with Always Journal, I had to come to the realization that the work that I do with Always Journal, because one of the things that I teach is that we do things in a God made progression. And all of the work that I do with Always Journal was being done in that God made time. So it freed me up during the day. So I didn't have a full day as it relates to traditional work to do. And so during that time period, that was when, you know, it really the reality hit is that I can really be doing a lot more. Like being a full-time, like my version of a full-time entrepreneur, Always Journal is full-time. It does take the equivalent of a full-time day, but the time periods are totally different. And so I use my process uh, with Always Journal. You know, I get up, my journaling work is done at 5 a.m. in the morning. So I get a lot of stuff done even before the traditional workday starts. My creative process is is done in pockets of time, like on the weekends or, you know, whenever that 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 um, creative flow hits me. So I do a lot of work in concentrated amounts of time. And so when you compare that creative process to the just a man-made process, you begin to see that you can actually do a lot more when you understand how your flow works. And so that's something that I had to, you know, really come to terms with. And another thing was that I didn't want to stress out my vision because Always Journal is running just fine, you know, taking care of the things that it needs to take care of. And then for me to stress out, when I say stress out, using all of the income from Always Journal to cover the mortgage, to, co- to cover all of the things that we incurred prior to the business, it's not fair to the business. Mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the things that I had to learn. And so, you know, going back to work um, and and taking a traditional job to take care of those traditional bills, I understand that now. The man-made money needs to take care of these things that mm-hmm. we have created in this, this yeah. you know, dynamic. And so now I think that we both are going in, like we know exactly what we want. We know exactly what our game plan is. Cause before we had talked about this, like the life that we had before with all of the drama made it so much more difficult to function and to focus and to set goals. But now that we've eliminated all of the extra stuff, 
we're like, you know, we're, we have a stealth like focus. We're, you know, we know exactly where we're going. Okay. So what you have? What you learn? <laughs> That was that was my that was my experience, and you also, you know, we were home at the same time, so right. so we both kind of watched each other go through our process, and you kind of watched me, and I think that that's the other thing too. We've also had to learn to give each other space because my process was frustrating the heck out of you. Like you know, I'm like I'm working, you don't look like you're working, but I am working. You know, the creative process and things like that, and because it was not a traditional way of working if you don't give each other space then that can be you know a conflict in and of itself as well yeah so I I think you know what you were saying about you know if you're if you have this this dream or this thing that you're working towards um, you you hit it right on the head where you were talking about having the money to to build you you have to have money to build Mm -hmm. you know so if you're in a situation where you're 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 building and you're getting money in from that work that you're doing, but you're taking that money and putting it back into mortgage, into the car, into all these other things. You're almost working backwards. Right. You know, because it's, it's difficult to build when you don't have the space mm-hmm. um, and money. And or, you're stressing or out your clients. You're stressing out. Yeah. It's like, so let me get this invoice to you. When you going yeah, to so send it back? When you go? So you're building, and you, you you're know, building invoices based off. Right. Of, it's like, how much you have this job? Oh, the mortgage is due. That job is going to yeah. be like, and you can't, you can't do that. But yeah. once you understand that your business is like a baby. It goes through different phases. And you wouldn't give uh, the responsibility of a 40-year-old to a two-year-old. And that's what, you know, people do with their infant businesses when I feel, you know, when I feel when they jump in and they don't have a viable plan, mm-hmm. you're putting all this responsibility on a two-year-old. And the two-year-old's like, you know, drooling and, and, and tripping and falling and it, it's a very bad scene. No, you're you're exactly right. So, you know, again, going back to being honest about where you are, right. what would you say? What are you know some of the top things to to really just like short bullets? Right. What are some of those top things to 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 really look out for? If if you're if you're in the situation that we were and are, right. Um, we're heading into that situation. You know, for me, I look at like it's a, it's an ego thing where, you know, I, I lost a job and I said, hey, I'm going to gut it out and, and fight until I build this thing. But there's also the other part to say, hey, look, you have bills coming in. <laughs> you have to you have to do what you have to do <laughs> to, to make ends meet and then also build. Right. You know, what are some of the things that you can can point to? To someone in this situation or going into this situation, situation, what should they look out for? Because it's so easy to let that ego get involved right. and you just continue to plow through. But you really right. shouldn't be plowing through. You should be using your head. Yeah, pay attention. Don't let your pride lead to poverty. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let your pride put you in the poorhouse and be yeah. be able to pivot. You know, it's like this isn't working we got to move in another direction and don't share too much of your vision with people who are not sympathetic to your process and to the way you do things. Because a lot of people 
will push you to do things that you're not ready for Mm -hmm. or that you're not even mentally equipped to handle, you know? And so with like with me, for example, I like a slow and steady build Mm -hmm. because that is the thing that is helping me to build always journal foundationally. And so that right. that you know build slow and steady, and don't try to get like the ten thousand followers and the this because if you can't handle the fifty followers, if you can't handle the first five hundred dollars, then how are you gonna handle the first fifty thousand yeah. dollars? And and I know when I looked at my income from like the, just the year, I was just kind of putzing around, just trying to figure it. Out. I was like, I couldn't believe I had made that much money just in fumbling you know like i didn't i didn't really understand what i was doing and now that there's a structure to it you know build slowly so you can learn what needs to be learned now i understand why i need certain systems in place why i need certain you know things um in intact so i can build slow and steady so don't let your pride put you in the um you know poor house and slow and steady wins the race. I know that's a turtle phrase, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the slow and steady, you know, <laughs> I'm glad you said that because a slow and steady build um, of a business requires resources. Mm-hmm. You have to have some resources. Um, I, th- I think that's some very important. Right. And the and relationship. Like when you build too fast, you don't have the opportunity to build good, solid relationships. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of people miss is that a lot of people want to build relationships so quickly. Like they see somebody, I got to connect with this person so I can do this. And, you know, you don't take time to build that relationship because you, you you've put yourself on this imaginary clock. And I think that that for us has been one of the most um, beautiful parts of this is that we haven't rushed through anything. Like we've taken some time to um, to mature in or to develop some really powerful friendships mm-hmm. that lead that have led to you know other things as it relates to business. But it's based on those good solid relationships that we've taken time to build so that's part of the slow and steady you want to get to know people you want to get to know their visions and how they connect and things of that nature and you know because you're in this for the long term and not just a fly if you're in it for the long some people just want to get in get a business going you know flip it and, and move on to something else but I think that our idea is to build and to grow with the business and we're not we're looking to profit from it of course but we're also looking at as an as it as an extension of our lives that's the way i'm looking at it so yeah i think that that is it did you have anything else you want to no, I think and that's. Uh, I, I think we added a little value to people to help them to understand that it's okay to work a full time job and to have your full time business, yeah. and that it's your responsibility to bring that balance to your life. And you don't have to feel like, oh my God, I failed. Oh my God, I feel very successful mm-hmm. in the sense that 
first of all, we had enough common sense to say, you know, we need to pump the brakes and reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are so prideful that they just, you know, they they go to the extreme and it's it's um, it's almost not beyond repair. But it's like it is such a, a huge mountain to climb that it's like, let's just go ahead and, you know, file bankruptcy or let's just go ahead and, you know, cut our losses and mm-hmm. keep. But we got to the point where, like, you know, we saw like the, the now you see the train coming. It's like, oh, yeah, no, nah, we need to, like, get on another track or, you know, do reassess this thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that is part of our mature because we wouldn't have done that a few years ago because we would have been mad with each other and we would have just you know probably done our own thing without even having a good conversation so this this whole process has been a good sign of our maturity as well yeah well that's it and uh, I hope you guys have got something from this and um, we truly appreciate you tuning in to this first episode we'll be doing this um, how often are we going to do this I don't know, but I got some bacon cooking downstairs, so it's... <laughs> no, I'm saying this because well, this is our life, <laughs> so it's funny when you ask how often we're going to do this, it's like, I don't know. We'll, the bacon is burning, huh? The bacon is burning, so we got to wrap this up, so this is why, you know, we're cutting... <laughs> you said that. But, but no, uh, it's good. Thanks, guys, for, for, jo- <laughs> for joining us uh, on this first episode uh, stay tuned. We'll have another podcast coming out so. soon. And uh, that's it. See you next time. Bye.